Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Well, it's a little afternoon here in Bethesda, Maryland, and this is news that you can use from Car Edge with your host, Zach and Ray. And if, well, Zach looks a little pissed today. That's uh, only because he is. All right. Here's the deal, folks. We're going to bring in a, a special guest, Miss Kimberly Klein. We are excited to have her. Before we do, I want to ask the chat and also those, uh, actually, the chat. Yeah, not the comments, the chat. Yeah. Do we come on late? That's my question. Do we consistently come on late? And we will revisit that at the end of the show. But between now and then, Dad. Yes. <laughs> Pops, I think someone's at the door. Can you let him in? Yes, but I got us herself, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Kimberly Klein. I don't wear watches, but I'm sorry I'm late, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry I'm late. How are you? We're doing great. Yeah, no. We're doing great. Happy Friday, Kimberly. How are you doing? Fantastic. Thanks for asking. What are we going to talk about today? All right, here is the deal. We have new data from Cox Automotive, and I don't know if you guys saw it. I went with auto loan apocalypse, worst data since 2006. (laughs) And you know what, folks? You know what? I didn't lie. That's not clickbait. Let's go straight to the data, shall we? Is that okay with you, Kimberly? Is that okay with you, Pops? As long as we call it data. Can we call it data? That is the data we are going to look at. Jonathan Smoke, he is the chief economist over at Cox Automotive. He published this back on Tuesday. We thought we'd bring it to you this Friday. I'm going to come down to it, guys. Yes. I'm going to zoom right in. December auto loan performance deteriorates. You ready for this? Auto loan performance in December saw further deterioration. Loans delinquent by more than 60 days increased by 5.3% and were up 26.7% from a year ago. Point number one. Let me keep, let's go through it all and then we'll, then we'll discuss haven't mm-hmm. said a word. That was good. You're good. You're right. You're on it. Of all loans, 1.84 were severely delinquent. That's 90 days or more past payment, which was an increase from 1.74% in November and the highest rate since September, uh, excuse me, February of 2009. Yeah. Compared to a year ago, the severe delinquency rate was 39 basis points. The cool kids called those BIPs higher. <laughs> In December, 7.11% of subprime loans were severely delinquent, increasing from 6.75% the prior month. The subprime severe delinquency rate was 163 basis points, or Or (laughs) 1.63% higher than a year ago. And the December rate was the highest in the data series back to 2006. So that's the lay of the land before anyone says clickbait this, clickbait that. No, that is Cox Automotive, the preeminent, you know, industry leader when it comes to data and analysis. And Kimberly, they are waving the check, not the checkered flag. They're waving the red flag. Wow. I didn't didn't know this was the Indy 500. What do you make of this, Kimberly? It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise. You know what, though? I take that back. It kind of does. It kind of doesn't. I thought it would be worse. How about that? Yeah. How about that? I thought the data would be worse than it is, but we still have a ways to go. <clears throat> um, yeah, and, and here's another big question I have, and, and I'm sure Ray will have an opinion on this, because a lot of people don't realize, does the bank want your car back? Uh, well, no, they do not. That That's the last thing they want to have happen. Right. Um, but But would they be... 
would they be pleased as punch to charge you late fees and have you pay them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you ever find yourself in this position, please work with the bank. I am hearing out on the lending streets, I'm hearing the banks are working with people in their delinquencies. When they pick up the phone and they call them, they're working with you. So do that if you find yourself in that position. Um, some banks will say, no, we're coming to get your car tomorrow. You know, it, it'll be like that. But a lot of banks, and I'm hearing more and more, are actually working with people to keep, well, of course they will. They'll keep you in your loan. You're going to have to pay some fees. They might tack it on to the end. Can we can we dig into this with a real example? And and I think like get into the economics of it because I think what you're hitting on Kimberly makes a lot of sense. Our video on the on the main Car Edge channel tomorrow is a story of a woman mm -hmm. who ended up being thirty four thousand dollars upside down mm -hmm. on her vehicle trying to trade it in. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about what you just said, Kimberly. We're seeing increasing delinquency rates. I didn't touch on the, the other piece of data there, which is the actual default rate, the repossession rate, the, the, right. the termination of loans actually hasn't spiked up yet. Right. And I think there's a really interesting hypothesis here, which would be, let's toss it to you, Pops. If you're the bank, do you want to go repo? You've got a $75,000 outstanding note on a $41,000 car. Do you want to go repo that car or do you want to work with that customer to try and, I don't know, not lose $34,000, but maybe just lose ten or $15,000? Like, how do, you, how do you approach that? Well, it, it, I think bank personnel would be trained to approach it along the lines of encouraging the customer to make whatever payments they could make um, and allowing the bank to tack on any late charges or additional interest charges at the end of the loan um, or any late fees. There, There is money to be made through late fees. Uh, you know, Banks in this country make a lot of money, and it's not all just through lending. A lot of the money that banks make are on fees that they charge their customers uh, if a check bounces, if they're late on a payment, if they're this or they're that. There are so many fees that that's where they make their money from. So I, I would believe that most customer service representatives when confronted with a customer who is having difficulty making their car payments that they would encourage the, the customer to make partial payments um we'll we'll add on additional um, months at the end of the loan whatever yeah. but because if they want to be in the lending and the fee collecting business they don't want to be in the car business they they have right. no real desire to be in the retail automobile or wholesale automobile business when they do end up uh, repossession, repossessing a vehicle. Is that your read on the room, Kimberly? It is, 100%, yes. They don't want to yeah. be in the car business. And again, I've said this before, um, I have driven past credit unions that I personally, in the finance office of the dealership, worked with, and I've seen vehicles sitting out there with for sale signs on them. I know for a fact that my rep and the president and the vice president of that credit union, they don't want that. They don't want those vehicles sitting out in the parking lot with for sale signs on them. They don't want to be in the car business, but they do want to be in the lending business. That's where they make their money. Uh, you know, if, if, if Wells Fargo 
who was the bank was recently fined what was it 3.7 billion dollars yeah 3.7 billion dollars if they can afford to pay a 3.7 billion dollar fine that gives you some idea as to the amount of money that they earn because it paying that fine isn't putting right. them out of business oh. yeah I'm not sure. I'm not sure quite how that ties back to what we're discussing. I mean, of course, banks make a ton of money. I think the point here that I'm I'm capturing, Pops, you got a little schmaltz on here. Oh, it's just dry skin. Just dry skin, folks. Um, I was just checking. I just noticed a little spot, and I just wanted to check. You're like 71, you. and that's what I do. Banks make a lot of money. We could all know I, that. Can I go to the dermatologist instead? The thing that I'm hearing here from both of you is banks don't want to be in the car business because they're actually not that efficient at being at the car business. And no. an interesting dynamic that we might see here is we know there are a ton of people, truly a ton of people, millions of people that are upside down on their auto loans right now. Could this lead to higher delinquency rates and lower repossession rates because the banks are actually being more flexible saying, I don't want to be stuck with having to repossess that vehicle. I'll work with you. I'll do the late fees. I'll do it because they a, don't want to be in the car business and B, they don't really want to be responsible for that negative equity. Like Kimberly, do you think that's a, potential phenomena we could see they'll they'll never let you know that okay because they're always going to hold the risk of you losing your vehicle um, as a threat against you and believe me they'll still take your car they always want you to think that but um do i think it will happen immediately no but i think it will slow zach instead of picking it up in uh, 60 days to 90 days delinquent now they might pick it up kind of like the mortgage industry you know they gave you all kinds of incentives to get out of the situation. I think that auto lenders will do the same thing. So I think that will slow, but it's not going to stop. Yeah. What do you think, Pops? Yeah. I, I, there's more money to be made um, working with the customer than repossessing the vehicle, than having to sue them for deficiency balances and things of that nature. So, um, yeah, I, I would... Listen, I, I, I think leaders at the banks can read the tea leaves. They know what's about to happen. They, they can see the handwriting on the wall. Yeah. So, yeah, it becomes important to them to communicate to their staff, hey, we don't want to actually repossess as many cars as we normally might have. Yep. Uh, let's, let's work with the customers. Let's collect additional fees. Let's collect additional interest. Um, let's, let's accept partial payments for a time being. Um, and work with these customers as long as we can before we ever have to get to the point where we yes. repossess the car. But I agree with Kimberly 100%. They will hold that potential repossession over your head like a sledgehammer. Yeah. So, well yeah. said. Mm. That's scary, but also very true. Yes. We actually had some recent bank earnings that I think tie into this really well. Let me pull that up on the screen. For just a quick second. And obviously, uh, over the past week, if you've been with us, we've been talking about this. We we had Wells Fargo, we had Bank of America, we had Chase, Fifth for, fifth Thirds, excuse me, they forecast a 16% dip in auto originations here in 2023. And you can start to see here what's going on Q4. So this mm -hmm. is all the Q4 data. Bank of America had growth mm -hmm. in their auto loan portfolio. Chase down, Citizens down, Fifth Third down, PNC down, Truist was up just a touch. Wells Fargo got crushed. Yes. And again, that's a good thing. We do not encourage folks to be working with Wells Fargo. And I just want to pull it up on the screen here, guys. We had, we talked about this on the show earlier this week. All these auto finance news uh, articles had this section where it was like each bank's take on the likelihood of a recession. Yes. Here we go. Fifth thirds planning for a quote shallow recession, whatever that means. Yes, I I I wonder just how deep the shallow recession is. They had here. Um, 
you know, they've got an up 21 basis point increase in their 30 to 89 day delinquent loans. They say they haven't seen an increase in 90 day delinquent loans. However, they've increased their loan loss provisions to 187 million dollars. So these are the forward looking indicators. The delinquency rates are actually, you know, rear view mirror. How much money they're yeah. setting aside for loan losses, that's the forward. Mm, yeah. We're seeing more and more of that. So is it the worst data since 2006? Yeah, it's the worst data we've got. That's what Cox is telling us. Is it an auto loan apocalypse? I think it is. If the, if the title was auto repo apocalypse, then it'd be, be misleading. It's not a repo apocalypse. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. That's what's kind of coming around around the, the, the bed. Yeah, I, I, I think most of the banks will get together and have conversation that they that they want to hold off on, on repossessions as long as they can. And yeah. in lieu of repossessions, work with their customers. Absolutely. Got a couple comments here in the chat. Slippy says, love the new logo. Thank you, Slippy. Yes. Have that on a ball cap yet? No, I actually need to update our uh, Shopify store. Maybe I'll do that this weekend. Again, we are in the midst. Monday is the day where everything becomes Car Edge. Car Edge with a capital E. With a capital E. Yes. Uh, obviously, new logo down there, CarEdge.com. And fortunately, Good Morning America clip, all the other stuff. We were Car Edge for that. So that is a big win for us. We've got here from Bo. Thanks for reaching out, Bo. Does this bode well for leashing? Leashing? Yes. Well, it depends on the size of the dog, actually. <laughs> yeah. but, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just picking on you, Bo. I'm just picking leasing. on you. Are dealers seeing this and saying, quote, let's get aggressive with leasing programs, giving financing woes? Kimberly, can you shed a little light? It's not the dealer that decides what's going on when it comes to a lease. It's really more influ influenced by the the the, fin uh, the finance company, correct? Yeah, and it, believe it or not, leasing is still a couple of dollars lower nationwide on the payment scale. Okay, um, but the money factors are still ridiculously up there, and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for leasing right now. Um, we did. We did a video recently, yeah. Pops. What was it? We said wait like three to six months. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I, I, I think many of the manufacturers have decided that they that there is um, good prospects to improve their leasing spend yeah. incentive wise. Um, that they want to start getting people back into the market three years as opposed to every six or seven years. Um, and as inventories build up, I think we will see many of the manufacturers through their captive lenders put together uh, some rather strong leasing programs, which we haven't really seen mm -hmm. for the last no. 18 to 24 months. Um, so come back. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I suspect we will see uh, strong leasing programs probably by summer. Um, because of inventory buildups and things of that nature and the fact that interest rates will continue to climb yeah. and average payments will continue to climb. Um, and so leasing is, is one of the few ways that they can influence getting people back into the marketplace. Yes. Yeah, definitely. This, this, and this time, oh, go ahead, Kimberly. No, I think you were just about to say it. I want to see if you were, yeah, you go, you well, go. Well, it ties into, it ties into term. Yeah. What are you going to say That's not where that? I was going, but I like okay. that. Okay, no. but it does. It ties into term. <laughs> you go ahead, Zach. No, no, you're right. It does tie into term. So people are interested in leasing. Why? It's typically short term. It's it's and typically it's, it's typically it, the 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 beauty of leasing 
and, and we can debate whether or not leasing is good or bad. But the beauty right. of leasing in the past has always been it allows people to get into a more expensive car for a lower monthly payment for a shorter term of time in comparison to purchasing the vehicle. And so what are we seeing on the trends on the finance side, to Kimberly's point, term, we're seeing, yes. we're seeing consumers convince themselves that they're doing the same thing by taking out 84-month loans, 96-month loans. But in reality, unlike leasing, where you could just walk away after 36 months, Kimberly, if I'm not mistaken, an 84-month loan, if I sign that, that means I have to pay for all 84 months, right? Well, unless there's a prepayment penalty, then you can throw additional money on top of principal at any time and cut that 84 months down to three years. But you have to be diligent. You have to be committed. And statistically, no one does it. So may, um, may I yeah. may I say one thing? Um, if you sign up for an 84 or a 96 month loan term, you should be committed. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what and I'm saying. not just talking about committed to making the payment. Yeah, you you absolutely there's an institution that has your name on it <laughs> that you should be in. Yeah. But this is what we're seeing. I just think that article in automotive news about 84 month uh, auto loans gaining popularity and the finance director from a Florida based auto group saying it's insane. Um, she says of, of seeing the 84 month term growth. But here's the thing that I really found most interesting is that they have people walking into their dealerships down there with a 96 month pre approvals in their hand. And they're actually saying, hey, we can get you 84 months for a lower rate and get your payment down to about the same. So I think people, yep, yep, yep. There are some credit unions out there, too, that have that. <clears throat> but I think people are just getting it in their heads that, okay, if I get the longest term, I'm going to have the lowest payment. Um, that's not how it works because you're, you got to look at the whole picture which is the amount that you're paying in interest. If you're looking at 96, look at 84. If you're looking at 84, check out 72. I sound like a salesperson. <laughs> yeah. If you want that, check out 72 because the in you're going to save so much. Your interest rate's going to be lower. Check it out. Yeah, yeah mo most people don't realize the total cost of purchasing the vehicle if they're financing. Right. And, and the truth in lending section explains it to you because it shows what the selling price it is. It shows what the cash down is. It shows what your interest rate is, what your monthly payment is, and what the total of all that is if you take all that time to pay it back, to pay yes. it off. Um, and, and it's that last box all the way over on the right that shows the total cost that people don't pay any attention. Exactly. To. We want you to pay attention to that. We really do. We understand everybody's a payment buyer. We all need to be in a certain payment for our budgets every month. Let me show you guys something that ties into this and part of the reason why we've moved to caredge.com. I'm going to go yeah. under resources and I'm going to go to free data. When I'm on free data, I'm going to go to, let's just choose a particular vehicle that I want to research. Name a car, Kimberly. I'm going to say a Volkswagen, a Volkswagen Atlas. All right, great. So I'm going to go research my Volkswagen Atlas. Now, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go to the interest. I'm going to click on this, and I'm going to play around with this calculator. 
because what I want to look at, we'll use the default terms, even though we're going to update this in just a second, because there's no way you're getting 4.75% right now. I'm going to calculate this. Bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. Here is the projected resale value of the vehicle and then the loan balance of the vehicle. Now, mm -hmm. this is showing, we, we have to go back up here and look at what we inputted. We put in that we were putting down $9,000. So let's get rid of that. Let's say that we're actually doing a more reasonable uh, interest rate on this, which might be something like 8.75%. And let's now drag this out over eight years. Sales tax of 7%. Mm -hmm. All right, now let's calculate this. So this is a loan calculator that not only takes into account the, uh, the 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 total cost that you're paying on the vehicle, but also mm -hmm. the expected depreciation of that vehicle. And we got to update mm -hmm. the data as the market continues to fluctuate and change. But this is really helpful directional information. Estimated resale value, how much is left on the actual loan balance, and if you're in the negative or if you're in the positive. This is a great resource. This is why we are moving to Car Reg, is so you can have access to all of this information in one place so that you're not just surprised when right. you go and you see that truth in lending. And we got the question, 8.75 is real. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. In 84 months, are you kidding me? Yes. 84, 90, 84 months, I, I would see that. Absolutely. I love that, yeah. Zach. It's the type of stuff people need to be arming themselves with or else they're going to end up like that woman who we, you know, again, with the video coming out tomorrow, we're going to talk about here today. $34,000 upside down on her Telluride. Yeah. I love the fact that we're here to help people. That makes me so happy that we're here to help people genuinely through things like this. Um, Absolutely. Sean O'Connell, I financed for 96, but paid it off in 12. That's great. Bravo. Yeah. That's well, the type of stuff well, we like to see. I, I wonder what would have happened if we financed it for 12. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> paid it off in 12. But yeah, the, the, the fact is that, that you know, he, he knocked off most of the interest by paying mm -hmm. off a 96-month note in only 12 months. Going to jump back here to the chat for a quick second. We've got Jerry saying, I checked out Car Edge last evening. Wow, unbelievable that there is that much info for free. Yeah, super proud to have it out there. And Bo says that estimator is so helpful. It's one yeah. of the reasons why I may not stay with Volvo and look at a new CRV instead. Yeah. People just blindly go into spending tens of thousands of dollars and, and you shouldn't or else you end up kind of wondering where all that money went. <laughs> yes, or, absolutely. Or, or you don't wonder where all the money went and you don't care where all the money went. You just know that, well, I was able to make my payment. It was comfortable enough for me. Yeah. And and that financial illiteracy yeah. is what leads many people down the wrong path. Um and and so ultimately they they end up hurting themselves because they don't understand the yeah. true cost of buying something over time. Kimberly yeah, Pops, do you guys mind if we touch on touch on uh, some positive news? Please, yes, that positive. would be great. Every once in a while here on Daily News, yes. you can use with Car Edge. After repeated cuts, Toyota now plans a production comeback by wrangling alternative semiconductor sourcing, building direct ties to chip makers, and communicating more closely with suppliers. See, they just weren't texting. Yeah, yeah they, weren't, they weren't talking on a daily basis. They were ghosting each other <laughs> is actually the technical term. Toyota yeah. has gradually bolstered production plans. All jokes aside, we are yeah. seeing a positive headline in the industry publication saying, hey, the brand that has the least day supply of inventory, Toyota, mm -hmm is is ramping up production 
my fingers are crossed, Kimberly. My my I'm knocking on all the wood. We need to see automakers, not just Ram, not just Dodge, not just Ford, not just Buick. We need to see the automakers that people actually <laughs> want to see cars from produce vehicles again. Yeah, we need to see more wrangling. That's for sure to get that done. Yeah. Um, and, and and the really good news is is Toyota has said that that their new projection is to be able to produce 10.6 million new vehicles next year or this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, they produced, what was it, just under 9 million or slightly more than 9 million this past year. So if, if they can somehow produce an additional, even if it was just an additional million vehicles, mm-hmm. that would go a long way to solving some of the inventory issues that Toyota dealers are having in this country um, and in Canada. And it would go a long way into lowering the pricing that Toyota buyers uh, are are forced to contend with because so many Toyota dealers are still adding additional dealer markup due to the shortages. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love to see it. Um, It's just that balance. It's that juxtaposition, right? You've got rates going up here, but inventory's coming back, but now people can't afford it. I mean, it's just this ebb and flow. And I would really like... Ray and I saw a picture yesterday, I think it's on the 84-month article, of a car sales lot with a big banner across the window that said, 84 months, 0%. Will we ever see that again? You know, it's, there's this concept, um, homeostasis, right? It's this idea of being at perfect equilibrium yeah. when you're yeah. at your best. Will the auto market ever make it back to homeostasis? And it's like, it seems unlikely. It seems like we're going to be up and down, like prices went way up. Now prices are coming way down. The prices will go back. It's like a little bit of a roller coaster ride, the which creates an opportunity for arbitrage, to be honest. You can like mm-hmm. get good deals versus bad deals. You know, having spent 40 some years in the automobile business, we'll never be there. Yeah. What we're constantly on is a seesaw. Yeah. Okay. It's always this. Okay. And it's just, and it happens like clockwork all the time um and so when we were here when and the and and the customer value was way down here because the dealer ships well that's coming back this way it's always been a seesaw a teeter-totter and Mm -hmm. and that's how it will continue i believe yeah yeah you'll never get to that perfect and if you do it's just a momentary thing like it might last a second I think you could be on to something, Pops. Uh, I could I be on a seesaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was just going to, I wanted to go back real quick. Can I go back in time about like, four minutes or so? Sure. You know, there's a company out there called Open Lending that is providing a type of product very much akin to gap coverage. But they're offering, it's, it's like a guaranteed asset protection, but they're offering it to banks that can't recoup all that money on repossessed vehicles, like a gap coverage for banks, because they can't I recoup mean, it all. So, uh, you know, I, that's interesting. That's would, super interesting. Would, I would, thought so too. Would that mean for banks that have that, that utilize that, and, and they have... Uh, a customer that goes bad and they send the car to the auction and there's, there's uh, you know, they sell it for 40,000 and the loan was 
balance was fifty thousand. Does does that mean if they have that open lending guaranteed asset protection for the loan for them that they would not at that point then um, sue the customer for the deficiency balance because the deficiency balance would have already been paid for? Who knows? I mean, we can't get into the specifics of the product, can but we? But that would be interesting. I mean, you know, you have if if you have if the bank has protection. It's just reinsurance, that. right? I mean, it's just any type of reinsurance. Yeah, but my point is that that if somebody somebody's vehicle gets repossessed, the customer's right. still on the hook for the deficiency balance. Yes. Okay. And but if if there is no deficiency balance because the bank took out insurance. Mm-hmm. Does that the yes? Then I guess legally the bank wouldn't be able to double dip and and continue to sue the customer for the deficiency balance because there is not. I just smirk a little because like we we Kimberly just brought it up and you're using the word legally and these things. It's like we've never looked at the pops. That's great, Zubair. Yeah. Zubair, appreciate your comment. Yeah, that's probably how it would be done. I can assure you, there's a contract here. <laughs> I'm not doubting that, that, but I'm just curious as to how that impacts deficiency balances. Go ahead, Kimberly. Well, I mean, that's a really great question. It's a very good question. Um, this coverage gives lenders the confidence to accept more borrowers. They reimburse creditors or the bank for the amount that they're unable to recoup after a default. So it also allows bankers and lenders to provide 84 96 month loans too yeah because it allows them to hedge some of that risk it's like any yeah. type of insurance policy yeah yeah interesting stuff it really really is sorry if you guys I don't mind side one yeah sorry good? about that when no, that, was, that was really interesting though we got this from taker which we really appreciate thank you for the contribution i'm dying to see cyber truck crash test results you're probably Me the only too. one out of our okay kimberly's i yeah. I, I am no i want to know and what are the airbags like they, it does have airbags, right? It's got to have airbags. Yeah, I think they're federally mandated. <laughs> I mean, even for Cybertruck. Yeah. Hey, we had this comment come through earlier from CG. Lots of maintenance on a car, too, that costs money. And I, I just want to show you guys, again, another another reason why you should be excited about Car Edge and all that we've got there. Going back to Kimberly's Volkswagen. Going to my Cube of Insight maintenance. Yeah, I'm going to click on that. It's the Cube of Insight, Kimberly. And I can see here each year what the annual maintenance uh, cost is expected to be yeah. and the likelihood of a major repair. You can do this for any vehicle. And the schedule is down here too, what that maintenance schedule is. So please, um, what's the word? Please apprise yourself of that information. That is, this is such a cool website. It is. It really, really <laughs> freaking is. I am so excited about this, that Cube of Insight. The cube of insight. So, yeah. 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 To be able I to look at it. fuel costs, all of that. I mean, it's just. We're working on adding that into the car search, but still, the cube of insight, the car yeah. edge cube of insight. I like that. Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. the son of Ray Shevska. What can I say? Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. You better trademark that. No. I'm not, I'm <laughs> the cube of that. insight. Yes. I love it. That, that reminds me of uh, uh, what, what was it? Uh, uh, God, the Maxwell Smart, the cone of silence. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I loved Maxwell Smart. I yeah. Can I hit you guys both with a really, you got to be kidding me, and then we'll do some success stories from the past week? Sure. Yes. What do you got? Really? You, you got to be, be kidding, kidding me. 
So as you both know, CES was uh, recently held, and CES is becoming the new auto show, uh, CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. And at CES, there are a lot of trends. One that I think will get both of you so excited <laughs> is that gaming on the go finds home behind the wheel. <laughs> what? what the hell is that? To whatever degree one believes in cars as smartphones, uh, that to whatever degree one believes in cars as smartphones on, on wheels. wheels. Yeah. Oh, that, that's yeah. a bad sentence. Yeah, just, that's I'm bad. Just waving the flag. Yeah. That's no. bad. Sorry, yeah. but you got copyrighted. Yeah. CES showed plenty of evidence that video games are gaining important traction in the vehicles of today. Kimberly, does that does that <laughs> does that remind you of anyone? Does that look like anyone you know? Because I see I see a little bit of Rayshevska in that. Like, that's <laughs> no, you, no, that does yeah. not look like Rayshevska. No. <laughs> No. Oh my god. You know, can can we can we do that for the driver? <laughs> that headline kind of implied that it was for the driver. Yeah. The bad yeah. Headline. yeah. I, I mean oh, I can see that in my Tesla FSD. Um, there you in go. full self-driving mode, I could then put on my virtual eyewear and uh, god knows. That is so scary. Yeah. That's the scariest picture ever. But can I put a shameless plug in for Car Edge? We do have a product called Tech Coverage, Vehicle yeah. Service Contract, yeah. that will cover gaming systems that are professionally built in and installed on your vehicle. Wow. We do have the, the tech and electronics warranty. And, you know, when we got that, it was like, all right, what cars is this actually going to be relevant for? And then you start looking at all the vehicles that have these advanced driving systems and gaming systems. Gaming soft. systems. It's insane. Yes. It's absolutely it's crazy. insane. So, yeah, you're, you're right. You're well, right. that But that picture did remind me. I mean, all of a sudden, I thought I was watching Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with those with those old-fashioned uh, racing goggles. Uh, except they were virtual reality okay. uh, racing goggles. Exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah, I love but, it. I love yeah. it. Couple more comments in the chat, and then let's talk about some wins we've got from Florida Man. Any chance we'll be getting a black ball cap with the new Car Edge logo? Consider it done. Give me till Monday. I will work on the Shopify site Excellent. this weekend. John says, hopefully there will be a Saturday show. There will indeed. We yes. will be live tomorrow night on the Car Edge channel, of which it will still show your Advocate Alliance for 11 more days because YouTube restricts the amount of times you can change a channel name, and we have to wait 11 days. So I'm very flustered by that, but it is A-OK -okay. Turbo says uh hey guys uh and an idea car edge school sounds great would be a good side hustle and could be franchised by car edge in the meantime until yeah. we stand up a how many physical... side hustles do we need <laughs> yeah i think i think you're, I think you're probably right put it if in that block edge... of insight <laughs> yeah if you go to caredge.com slash deal school or here i can hold up on the screen quickly we do have deal school 3.0 which we kimberly do. pops myself yes. we all worked on Go under resources, click on deal school, and this will take you to deal school 3.0. Now I'm logged in, so it's going to look a little bit different for me. We're up to a 9% completion rate, which makes us very happy. Happy thousands of students. Yes. The course is fantastic. It's broken up into four primary sections. Unit one, all about how to find your vehicle. Number two, getting ready for the dealership. Number three, how to negotiate your car deal. And number four, navigating the finance office. And at each of these stages, you'll be able to come in here, obviously watch the video, reference the key takeaways. You have access to downloadable PDF cheat sheets. And if there are any comments from anyone within the community on this particular lesson, you'll be able to access them right here as well. That is Deal School 3.0. Yes. Please go 
apprise yourself of that information. Oh, that's yes. twice. Well, apprise. Wow. Lots yeah. of, and I use homeostasis today too. I've been reading a new book, nonfiction. Yeah. Call it a thesaurus. Wow. Oh, wow. Very nice trying to improve your vocabulary. Yeah, it's by J.K. Rowling. It's the seventh in the Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, you are full of them today. I tell you. You are. Yeah. <laughs> Wins, gang? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I got a win. Yeah, we, sure. Absolutely. Here's my win of the week, guys. I bought a new watch. No, I did not <laughs> buy a new watch this week. But. But I keep hearing from my dear friend, my neighbor, that my my condo is just one. Today is the, is it? Today's the day. Today's the day. Up, they're going to finish up the tiny little uh, uh, punch list items that are left. A uh, couple uh, uh, runs in the paint, some whatever. Um, so that that's my win. That that this project that started around the 20th of September uh, <laughs> is it will have been completed on the 20th of January. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big win. Uh, but yeah, and, and, and here, here's the really scary thing. Um, you know, it's a 900 square foot condo and all they did was the floor, the powder room, the hallway leading to the kitchen and the kitchen. The rest of the condo, the living room, the master bedroom, the master bath, and such a so I think we're talking about 230, 240 square feet of space. But you know, those workers knocked that crap out in, what just four months. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for you to be home and to to, to have I know fun it's so exciting. Yeah. I'm excited. You're gonna walk in and have that spring break. Spring yes, break yeah, yeah, going to yeah, yeah. He's gonna walk in and and and, and, and and Jay told me the beverage fridge. He's got the the soda and water side set at forty. He's got the wine side set at <gasps> six at, at fifty. Um, you know, we love uh, you, Jay. We love you. So right now, right now, we're just cooling air because there's nothing in <laughs> either section of that fridge. No. So. Jay. He's just burning through my electricity like, well, I'm paying for it, not him. Uh, no, Jay needs to go. Jay, go stock that thing before he gets home. Stock it good. Yeah. yeah. Kimberly, what was your win from the week? And also, just I want to plant the seed. Pops will be back home starting tomorrow. I will I will work with him to do a, a house tour. We'll do a kitchen tour at some point on the Ray and Zach channel here. It's tomorrow. That's what we, we got to do. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Kimberly, what, what's your win? Okay, so, you know, I've been asked this question a few times, and that is, Kimberly, can I assume someone else's loan? Well, no, most loans are non-assumable. You can't just walk in and, okay, Ray, I'm going to take over your loan, start paying it, and drive your car now. You, you can't do that. However, we dug a little deep, and Zach, this isn't win of the week. This is 29 days ago, to be exact. But I worked yeah. with somebody in our community who had the opportunity to take over, you guys are going to love this, a, what what was it, a 0% for six-year loan on a Ford wow. truck. So what, what's Holy the, cow. you know, what are the odds that you're going to be able to assume that? But I had done a little fill-in work in my past for Ford Motor Credit, and I remembered something that they had called a transfer equity program. And so... 
Spencer and I worked together and it turns out he got it. He was able to contact Ford, go through them. Now, listen, you have to qualify. Okay. You can't just be a 500 credit score and assume someone's 0% loan, but he did it. And bravo to you, Spencer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That is, that is wonderful. I've, I've seen that happen a few times with the different lending institutions over over my career, but it doesn't happen often. That's really It doesn't wild. happen yeah. often. It really, really doesn't. But if you come across something like this, always contact the lender to see if they have a program to assume it. They will still make you qualify, but my gosh, look what happened here. So yeah. It's worth it. That's really, that's yeah. really awesome. So I think um, if, if it's my turn, I'll share a big win. We are working on, um, and Kimberly, I'll, I'll get you more involved in this. Probably, probably oh, we'll do it on our Monday team meeting. I'll share this more broadly with everyone. But what we're working on right now is desking your own deal. So if you guys could probably explain that better than anyone else. But essentially, when you go to the dealership, there's a series of steps that they go through to construct your car deal. We're building that so that you can do it before you go to the dealership. And oh so that gosh. then our coaches... Phil, Justice, Jerry, Ashley, Mario, Kimberly, yourself, whoever it may be, we can log into your account for you and we can look at the deal that you've started. Or as we're piloting the concierge service, we'll be able to desk a deal for you. And then you just go into the dealership and it's like, here's what it is. We're building an interface where you'll be able to, when you get out the door price quotes, upload them. And not only when you upload them, we're going to start to normalize the different fees that they add on and packages so we can start to associate with particular dealerships, who's adding what fees and who isn't. And then when you go back and forth and do multiple rounds of out-the-door price negotiations, see where you started, see where you ended up, our coaches can review it. I am so proud of this. This is going to be a lot of work. We're going to try and have something out probably in March. Maybe we can get something out in March. But this is the big Q1 thing that we're working on. And I think it's a bit a nice base to build off of is desk in your deal. Yeah. We're going to review it for you. You can go through it. And it'll be free. I just want to be very clear. That'll be free. That'll 100% be free, um, and it's going to be back on CarEdge.com. So not only will you be able to research the vehicle you're interested in, understand the total cost of ownership, but then you can find one you like on our car search and click, you know, get my car, and it's going to be the five steps to desk your own deal. It, it should be, fingers crossed, it should be really powerful, really helpful stuff. So I'm very proud. We made a lot of good progress this week as a team on that. That is fantastic. It yeah. really, really, really is. That's a fantastic thing. And there, we can educate was, people on desking deals, right? Absolutely. And there was a company, um, and I forget, it wasn't, I forget what it was, but it, it was it was a desking tool that the salespeople could use. We, the, the people that developed it, developed it initially for BMW and, and many deals. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. I forget what the name is. They yes. got bought. Um, they, that's what happens. These all, every, yeah. Oh, what, which, which one? Market checks? No, it wasn't market check. I, but, but literally, my salespeople at the mini store, they had access to this on their computer with the customer. And they could literally help the customer understand every step of the way what was going on. Basically, where the salesperson was empowered to say yes or no to a deal and they could work the deal with their customers so that they could build the whole thing and the customer would say well if i if i put $5000 down instead of 2000 how would that impact the payment and right in front of the customer they could sit there and they could do it they could do it together 
Um, and that was a that was a a great tool um, that a lot of BMW and Mini dealerships used because it was BMW and Mini specific at the time. Talon mentioned the CDK bought Rosary. So, so here's the deal. There are billions of dollars tied up in, in um, software that you just described. Mm -hmm. Billions of dollars to make desking deals and, and e-commerce for dealers more efficient. I'm not aware of any company doing what we're doing, which is trying to do that and invest in that for the consumer. For the consumer. Like, don't, don't get it wrong. You go to cargurus.com and you can like buy your car. There. No, that's just lead gen for dealers. Like the whole premise, the whole purpose of what we're doing is to help empower you mm -hmm. with the steps and with the information, you know, like what's the right price to pay? What if other people in my area paid? Are these fees bogus or not? Should I finance with the deal? Like all of that in one place will be, again, a lot of work, but hopefully something in March and we, and we make good progress this past That's week awesome. on, on that front. Yeah, That's really. So great. And yeah, we'll, we'll look at it more on Monday yeah. as a team. Um, Austin. Stop donating, Austin. Yeah. Austin we again, donating. Stay away from lease takeovers. Yeah. You assume responsibility for any damages done on the vehicle, even though you may only be in the car for a few months. That's an interesting sure. idea. Yeah. An interesting sure. con yeah, yeah. component yeah. of that. Alex wants to know what membership you need, uh, where we tell you exactly what to pay for the car I'm buying, and you will do all the rest. Alex, probably go to caredge.com, sign up for either our Car Edge coach plan. So you get 30, uh, excuse me, 90 days, three months access to our coaches who can help you navigate the car deal or Car Edge Plus, which is the membership that'll be ongoing and we can support you as well. Do not, just to set expectations, do not expect us to have all the answers immediately. We have to go run you know, analysis and we've got great, we've got great access to uh, even more data now, the MMO excuse me, the auction data and things like that. <laughs> and so, so just give us a little bit of time and, and, and get in touch with us and we can definitely mm -hmm. help you. Can we call it a show, gang? Uh, well, we, we killed What about the watch? Yeah. All right. Um, quick watch, but I, I, I double booked myself. So quick watch, because then I got to go run. Well, run I, I sent it to you. What it, you know, <laughs> I, I can't take it off my wrist. It's a, it's a little one today. All right. Give me a second. Yeah. Well, you know double booked i'm supposed to be somewhere else right now and i gotta pull up a watch oh Bear god oh. hey it's not our fault <laughs> well you were about to let me off the hook without doing watch but then kimberly was like oh, i watch. i know i'm so you didn't know yeah you didn't but know. people it's, there it is it's wait the... no one can see it oh wait, <laughs> wait a sec well there it is it's there the filippo loretti sure uh oh, automatic gosh ocean watch it is made with uh, many recycled materials and is uh, powered by light um so i have that that's the exact watch that i'm wearing on my wrist today ladies and gentlemen it's see-through dad it's see-through again um <laughs> for a whole 165 dollars and i'm pretty sure i paid less than that because i was in on the initial uh sale of them nice and, you know so always give you a little bit of a discount but yeah there you have it speaking of discounts we might do a promotion here at end of month as we transition to car edge get a little discount joining car edge and, and they're like, i'm just planning to see you know, maybe you know, next week you know here's my theory if you give a little you, you get, get a little, a little. Wow. oh i yeah. like that so much yeah so <laughs> i think it's time to give a little Kimberly, Thank you so much for having me. I greatly appreciate it. I was about to say, it. we're going to give you a little time back in your Friday. Thank you for being here. Enjoy the weekend, and we will see you on Monday. Pops, we'll see everyone tomorrow night, correct? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'll be coming to you live from my condo in Ventnor, New Jersey. Uh, and if it's a windy day, you'll be able to see the 
blinds behind me don't you use the... the green screen oh i could yes yes if you teach me how to do that again I'll teach you how to do it again okay cool yes we'll be back here uh well we'll be somewhere tomorrow live <laughs> at 7 p.m <laughs> see you kimberly thanks, see you guys thanks Bye, guys. kimberly thanks everybody thanks for being here we'll see you back here with more news that you can use on car edge on monday at noon eastern nine specific Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.